All right. What's up, everyone? Happy Monday. Today we're talking about focus and why you should focus and pay attention <laughs> and all that fun stuff. You oh, look, a butterfly. Yeah. The importance of focus and why I want to talk about it is because I think it's the fastest way to get from point A to point B is to just go through what you have to go through to get there. Right. There's so many people that want to take shortcuts, want to jump around, want to, um, in our industry, do all these advanced techniques and whatever. But the fastest way to get to advanced is to go through your amateur stages mm -hmm. and just go through them. Don't right. try to skip them because every time you try to skip something, you're going to get a setback. Yeah. You're setting yourself back. Yeah. And it's not moving you forward. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important for people. And it's something that we notice because over the however many years of having hello three and a half three whatever sure. we talked about three. this recently yeah um we've had a relatively young staff yes and some of them are able to focus easier obviously than others because mm -hmm. human beings and right people are different right but the people that get to where they want to get to and hit their goals are the ones that aren't jumping around trying mm -hmm. to do 19 different things. Correct. So I, th I thought it was a fun topic to dive into a little bit and to get your perspective. Yeah, on. I think it's important also if you're going to be like, all right, yeah, I really should focus. Then you need to be realistic with yourself and where are you at uh, I think a lot of people think they're further ahead than they are. That's a great point. And I I just sent out, uh, I think it was last week's email to our email. If you're not on an email list, get yeah, on I, our email list, okay? I send out uh, in a brief email yeah. every week that just goes through. But I mentioned at the end the Dunning-Kruger effect, mm -hmm. which is basically where novices vastly, like wildly overestimate their ability. Mm-hmm. Where as you get closer to mastery, mm -hmm. you realize how far away you actually yes. are and it gets scary mm -hmm. because you're like, I've been doing this for, oh, I don't know, 23 years yeah. and I'm not, there's more to learn yeah. than I've learned. Yes. And so it's true. crazy. I talk about a lot with a lot of some of the stylists that have been doing hair as long and as long as I have. And when we were younger, kind of just. I don't even think we cared. We just did whatever. And then now as we're older and wiser, like, wow, there's so much more we can take on and, and, and learn from and grow. And it's just amazing. And, and we have, there's this start, I feel like for the people that I talk to are just like, I want to learn and apply it too, not just like learn and watch people. Like I want to like start doing different things and, and we're picking one or two things, right? Like this year I want to cut hair with straight razor. Like it's what I want to learn this year. Last year it was, um, sewing extensions. I'm not trying to learn everything at once each year. What do I want to add on where I think when you're newer, um, you're trying to add on everything you're seeing an end result. I want to be where they are. And you think if you do five things, you're going to get where they are, but you've got to realize their journey of how they arrived at that. Like mine took me 23 years. So somebody starting out, I can teach you, but you're not going to be where I am. It's 23 years of experience of up and down and fails and wins and so many things that happened. You going through the process of the, let's use the extensions and the razor. So last year you were like, I'm going to get into extensions mm -hmm. because I want to. And I was like, cool. Mm -hmm. You just dialed it in. You yeah. didn't watch a ton of videos. You didn't 
find every extension guru on fucking Instagram and mm-hmm. follow their accounts to try to learn all these advanced techniques. You found a very specific coach mm-hmm. who you went to or came to see you. I forget, but you were, I did some color classes with her, but she teaches extensions. Yeah. So, so you did, you, you found a coach, mm-hmm. you found a, a hair pro that was specializes in that. Mm-hmm. And you just ask them to doubled, train me one yeah, on you, one. Yeah, you ask them to train you one on one, and you double downed on it, and mm-hmm. you just went all I in committed on just that thing. Yes. And now you have a chunk of extension mm-hmm. clients one year or less later mm-hmm. because you focused. Yes, and now, I practiced <laughs> with the and the reason that I'm going through this. It seems maybe a little silly or boring or whatever, but now with cutting with a razor, you. Dive into haircuts and use a razor Mm -hmm. and you just do it. Mm -hmm. You don't sit around talking about it. You're not looking for the razor gurus on Instagram. You're not watching a million videos. You're just applying your knowledge Mm -hmm. to a different tool. Correct. And it makes it fun. Yeah. And I think that that is something that gets left out is just jumping in and trying stuff. Yeah. And, and really truly committing. Like I, I hired this, uh, her name was Kara. I hired Kara to work with me one on one, which means I had to pay her. I didn't pay some Instagram class like to learn like for like less money. It, it was not cheap, um, but well worth it. And this is the thing I wanted to get from point A to B as fast as possible. So I understood what it ta- what it would take. It took working with someone one on one. Then I had them do extensions on my hair so I could learn from that. Like I had to be all in doing all of that. And then it also meant every week, every day I was in the salon. If I didn't have a hair extension client, I was doing it on a mannequin, just like back to school. Like every every downtime I had, that's what I was doing because I wanted to do it really well. So successful stylist that's been doing hair for over two decades. You, You we've. Our podcast is going on two years and we've been using 23 years for the whole time. So you must be at least at 24. <laughs> must now. be, yeah. Anyways, but so you've been doing hair for well over two decades. Yeah. You mean to tell me that you worked on a mannequin? Yeah. You just used a mannequin and some downtime? Yep. What did I do today? Wow. Three or four? <laughs> four How many? Yeah. Did three, you do four? I think three. You did three. Yeah. So always trying to improve. And that, yeah, and I've been doing hair a long time. I educate all of that, but I. You still have to put the work in. You only get better by reps. <laughs> yeah. So if you're sitting, uh, I'm not talking specifically about our salon and our staff, but every staff. Yeah. If you have downtime and mm-hmm. you want to improve on something, you don't have downtime. Yeah. It's always working. Get up and do yeah. something. Yeah. You don't have to kill yourself every day. You can do micro doses oh, sure. of practicing. You can do five minutes of, I used to... Uh, when I was driving home from, bar- from barber school, it was about a 30-minute ride, maybe a little less. And I would practice the razor strokes, mm-hmm. holding my razor the whole ride home. Yeah. And practice, too. Like, you can think, oh, well, you know, I watched this video and I was thinking about how I'm going to do that next time. Thinking about it and watching a video is extremely different than applying it and doing it in real time. So I would say we picked on the social media in the videos, right? Let's mm-hmm. jump. Let's talk quickly about distractions because that's what that is distractions come in different like forms Mm -hmm. they're disguised as people trying to help you right but if you don't know how to and this is what we try to do for our staff and what we do with mentoring clients is 
we try to be filters. Mm-hmm. I've seen all, not all, but I've seen when I was in the gym world, I saw all the different techniques. Mm-hmm. I chose what I knew would work for the majority of people and then adjusted yeah. as I needed to individuals. Mm-hmm. Not a day would pass by be- without somebody coming in with a video being yeah. like, here's, this is what I want to try. And I'm like, no, you can't, you have to you, practice yeah, you don't one have the first way. steps yet. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have your, your, um, the foundation, the foundation, yeah. like me, I was going to use a squat. For example, people want to throw weight up over their head and catch it at the bottom of the squat, but they can't stay on their heels. Right. You're going to get hurt or yeah. you're, or you're going to set yourself back if you Hopefully you don't get hurt, but you're right. going to set yourself back because you're not really truly. Well, you're going to create bad habits. Yes. And then those are harder to break Way than harder. just taking the small steps to create the good habits that your body can recognize. Same. So with, it, with the people I teach in, in our salon at this level, like I'll say even, you know, pick a comb that you like. Use that comb. Don't go buy seven different combs. What kind of foils do you like? Stick with those foils. Like learn one good foil pattern before you're trying five different other ones that you've seen. Like just get really good at like some simple tasks and then you can add stuff on to customize it for people or switch something up. But if you just switch all around, like you're never, you're never going to know specifically what, what tools are great for you and and what patterns or, or whatever work for you. But that's all distractions hard because that's boring and that's not cool. Cause that's not what's on Instagram. When I watched somebody, you know, do the foil this way and that way, I want to try all of those. Well, if you're not good at any, at, at even just one technique, then you're just going to suck. Right. Yeah. And be lost. So <laughs> I, um, I forget his name and it doesn't matter cause I'm not going to blast anyone on, uh, on our podcast, but this guy that he like crumples the foils in a, oh, in a way to like yeah. look cool, I think. Yeah. And I'm like, if you tried that you at our salon, you wouldn't be there very long. Like, yeah. so just because somebody has a hundred thousand followers yeah. that are most likely fake. Right. No, no shade thrown at anyone. But sometimes I look at people's followings and I'm like, you have like a thousand followers, but you get like 900 likes on a on a, uh, like a post and it doesn't make sense. And you look and you're like, Oh, this is all bots. Yeah. And I've had it happen to ours too. So, but that stuff, like as a young hair pro coming into the industry or someone that's been in even for a couple of years, a few years, like myself, it's so easy to get distracted by those big accounts because Mm -hmm. you think like they must know what they're doing. Right. Not necessarily when it comes to hair. They are good at grabbing attention. Mm -hmm. That's why they're successful on social media. Which good for them. Exactly. That's why I said I'm not throwing any shade (laughs) because I don't care. Yeah. It's just not always about the hair. It's Mm -hmm. definitely not about the client. It's about them getting you to watch them buy into whatever they're doing. Right. And either follow or subscribe to whatever their newsletter or or whatever Mm -hmm. or pay money. So, So social media is one distraction. Uh, personal stuff, personal stuff is a tough one to deal with. We all are humans. We all have different stuff going Mm -hmm. on outside of work, inside of work. You're going to have to probably, and I'm, I'm not telling anyone what to do, but what I would do is if you need to focus and you have a lot of stuff going on outside of work, try your best not to bring it into work. Yeah. I would agree. Work is work period. Treat it like that. And it'll be a refreshing place for you to go. I was just going to say it'll, um, it might even reinvigorate mm-hmm. that space for you. Yeah. So I would agree with that completely. If you are someone that likes to, I remember your last salon, we don't really have a, 
a broke room dynamic at mm. the salon. But in the last salon that Jen owned, there was this dynamic of like rush to the break room mm-hmm. as fast as you can get to the break room. And there was nothing good happening Mm-mm. in the break room. It was like a club after 2 a.m. <laughs> There's nothing good going on there. You should leave. So. Yeah, work should be a place where you can work mm-hmm. and focus and practice whatever you got to practice. Yeah. Uh, workplace dynamics could be a distraction. I think luckily at our salon, our mm. culture is sort of like... We work really hard for that, yeah. Yeah, it's drama-free, and if there is drama, it doesn't last very long. We haven't had many people we've had to let go, but people kind of weed themselves out yeah. if they're dramatic. And Well, and I think that that um, points towards good leadership. Like, if little things come up, I... I'm in there more than you and I just address them. Hey, what's going on with this? What's going on with that? I don't let it linger. I don't let it go anywhere. And it is what it is. So that really does help create a positive culture and a staff that understands you're going to always be working towards that because you're always taking care of it. Yes. (laughs) Check. (laughs) I don't have anything else to add to that. Very focused. No, it's great. If, If you can eliminate that stuff. So if you're not bringing work or if you're not bringing home issues or anything outside of work issues into work and you don't have any of that intra work bad sort of stuff to deal with because you deal with stuff right away, Mm -hmm. then you can focus. Mm -hmm. Like what's the, you, if you're practicing a technique, so say you're practicing even a haircut, you get Mm -hmm. a basic haircut, you're practicing it on a mannequin or a friend or whatever. If your mind is like, I, I got to tell this person, they didn't clean up after themselves or whatever, it, you're not focused. Correct. So yeah. by dealing with stuff immediately or within a timely manner, you yeah. know, like if, um, if you have a disagreement with someone, I'm not saying grab them on the floor of your salon because the, the salon owner or manager is probably going to have an issue with that. Yeah. So deal with it in a timely manner, but um, yeah, get that done. Definitely boundaries will help with that stuff and all the time management Mm-hmm. stuff that you can I'll, I'll let people research their own stuff on yeah. that but just mindfulness and, and creating boundaries through. that work for you yeah exactly and always I th- we've talked about this i feel a lot on the podcast but with creating boundaries it's really ones that you can uphold so don't go out and be like, that's I need, the key isn't it yeah I, like you don't want to go out and say i'm oh i listen to this podcast i'm do all these things like again one or two where are you actually at in reality what few changes can you make to like be successful to focus better and create those boundaries? Like it will be, it's baby steps. You, you don't just become a new person or a new way of thinking overnight. It, it is small steps to get you there. No, I, I talk about and nudging. Consistency. Oh yeah. Consistency. So reps over time yeah. is where it's at as far as making an impact or a change anywhere. And I use the term nudge a lot because nudge. you don't want to jump in. Like you just said, Jen, and change everything all yeah. at once. I mean, maybe you do. There, There's probably time and place for that too, but... Not everybody can handle that, the, the emotional part of that and, and everything that comes along with it, so... Right. I would encourage people to, like you said, just even one or two things or set aside... It, if you can't focus at the salon because you're catching up with your friends and all that stuff, fine. Have a mannequin at your house where you set 15 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. If you did 15 minutes a day five, six, seven days a week, you would be better than most other people that Mm -hmm. aren't doing that. Right. I doubt the majority of um, hair pros are practicing anything new very often. I would doubt it. They do online classes so that they can say, (laughs) I invest in my education. 
Um, and I would encourage people to, to do some self-reflection yeah, and be aware of yourself, be aware of where you're at, truly where you're at mm-hmm. and what you need to work on. I think that's really important. And the reason I say it is because we've had people come in and make all sorts of crazy claims mm-hmm. and then you watch their work and you're like, that's mm-hmm. not, none of what you said is true. I think they want to be there. And that's cool. I mean, want you to be yeah. there too. I generally not. see with people like that, they don't want to put the work in either. They're no offense. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but the people I've seen that promise they're good at all these things, whatever. And I try to teach them and they're the ones hiding in the corner or they finish up real quick and they're like, I'm good. I'm going to take a break. Like they don't truly want to learn, which means they're never going to progress. Right. It's difficult because you are putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation. That's what it breaks down to. And you're exposing yourself. You're opening up yourself to have somebody that in this case, it's a salon owner. So you, you're, I'm just using it as an example, but you're opening yourself up to that person and you have to show them your weaknesses. That's not easy. But if you want to improve, that's the only way. Right. Because how do you know? You need constructive criticism. You you need someone to show you. Right. How do you know what steps to take? Yeah. Odds are you've seen some crazy technique online and that's what you're trying to go for when you don't have, again, that foundation down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that goal setting is probably something that would help people yes. with this focus as well. And I'm big on, I know it's cheesy, it kind of feels corporate but the smart goals, mm-hmm. if you don't know what that is, uh, look it up. It. <laughs> yeah. Google is your friend. But yeah, just setting goals for yourself because it, it holds you accountable to yourself now yeah. if you want outside of accountability then you can find either a mentor like or a partner yeah. or whatever at your salon mm-hmm. and say hey i'm working on this will you check in to make yeah. sure i and accountability buddy Those knowing good knowing that you have to tell someone that you did or didn't yes. do something really makes you do it i would agree i use an old school planner where i write stuff in it and check stuff off and that works for me um and actually the one you just got me has like goal setting in it which is really cool I'll have to check it out. Oh, I rem- okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's neat. I was like, I got you. Though. Yeah. Okay, cool. You did. Uh, what else do we have? So I think um, just looking through, I have a few like rough notes here, but continuous learning is is great. Again, you mentioned it earlier. I think you just said it, but getting the knowledge and not putting it into practice into Mm. effect is not going to help you yeah it's i promise you even even as long as i've been doing it like well like you said i was just downstairs doing a bunch of mannequin work for a class i'm teaching but you know first thought was like i can just wing this and then i'm like i can't like i have to actually do the work like show up and i want to show up and do a great job but if i don't do the work and do it hands-on i'm not learning like there's always a miss like Mm -hmm. you have to do that i actually wished i had had somebody from the class i took these with to like do it with me, you know, but that, that just wasn't the case. Um, but when you learn something online or watching, you really, you have to do that work. Like you have to do it. Like if you, if you're watching a haircut online, then go get a mannequin and do the mannequin while you're watching it or do it afterwards. Like, otherwise you're, you're not retaining it. You're not retaining that knowledge at all. Yeah, for sure. Um, excuse me. I think the other side, we kind of, touched on it already but the mentorship or guidance from a from some sort of professional source i think that's it doesn't have to be a long-term thing i was gonna say and it can be something that's very specific very focused like what you did with extensions you found a specialist who taught them you worked with her Mm -hmm. 
Boom. Done. Yeah. A quick investment. You didn't have to go travel to her salon every week. Right. You just focused and you put, she put together whatever you were going to learn. And I I, I wasn't there, so I, I can't speak to it, but. And we did some Manica work and then we did some work on real regular people. And then she probably watched you and she probably gave you feedback and you probably applied that feedback. And I reached out when I had to troubleshoot and send pictures and called it a day. That's true learning. Uh, I guess the really last sort of thing I had was the the mental mental and emotional sort Mm. of well-being. Yes. This goes back to the nudging and the changing one or two things at a time. So if you are... It's hard because you want to do everything. When you finish school, yeah, you want excited. to do all the haircuts. Yeah. You want to do all the colors. You want to do everything. Everything you can. And that's normal. Mm-hmm. But when you're actually trying to get better at one of those, you're going to have to focus on one of those mm-hmm. at a time. Yes. And I'm not saying you can't do multiple things in like a week. Like I'm not saying you couldn't work on if you're a barber, um, your shaving mm-hmm. service and your whatever fading or whatever. There's ways to couple things together, yes. Yeah, of course, but you're not going to do like, and I've seen this, you're not going to do like a little bit of, sh- like a couple things of shaving and walk over and grab your clippers and start right. cutting a mannequin and then be like, I'm bored with this and go Again, back over here. Right. You're not focused. That's not yeah. going to help two things you. to work on that month and work on those. Right, at separate times. Yes. So it can be, again, in the same day, but I would sp- kind of break yeah. it up, have a spacer. And don't try to do too much all at once because you're going to burn yourself out and get frustrated and potentially ruin something that you could love doing in the future. And no one wants to see anyone miss out on an opportunity to be excited about whatever it is, you know, say it's extensions and you, you try to do too much all at once and you find yourself like frustrated yeah, and then you give overwhelmed up overwhelmed and it's like right. you really wanted to do that why aren't right. you doing that and you're like ah, it sucks not for me and that's sometimes where really having with anything a mentor or an accountability buddy as i call it um really is important for that growth and that progression because they'll keep you on the right track and also will tell you hey i think you need to take a break like mm. let's move on from this for a few days and then we're going to come back and we'll revisit it. Like clearly something has to click and it's not there. And sometimes we need to be told to take a break, you know, and that's like, it's really important for your growth to have that. Have I that just person. gave someone a break a couple of weeks, but yes. ba- Oh, you were there. You, yeah, we, there. we gave someone yeah. a break. I don't know who even said it. It might've been you, but yeah, yeah, we had somebody that we mentor and we yeah. were like, you are on a break. You are on a timeout. It's official. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. She was becoming overwhelmed and stressed and about things that I don't think she needed Two, and I don't think she meant to. It just things started piling up and you feel overwhelmed. And yeah, having someone in your corner that has your back to say, yo, chill out Mm -hmm. and we'll see you in a week. Right. Uh, So that's all I have. I want to start making these episodes a little more brief. Love it. So we didn't nudge it and bring it down like, you know, 40 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. (laughs) We're at 20 something minutes. Yeah, we're just going with it. But I think that's good. You have anything else you want to say? No, that was it. I think that's great. All right, cool. Well. Holler if you need us. Yeah, holler if you need us and uh, focus. Have a great day. All right, take care.